The numbers are in. Inflation is absolutely out of control. We have been warning about this for months. Now it is finally here. Biden inflation. The signs of an economic collapse are all around us. Now, the smart thing to do is to prepare for more shortages and breakdowns. Remember, we are only nine meals between mankind and anarchy. What's the solution? Well, if you invest in long-term emergency food kits from My Patriot Supply, they are the nation's largest preparedness company and they have millions of well-prepared customers who depend on their food. It'll get you through whatever is ahead. Act today, save $50 on a four-week emergency food kit. The meals in this four-week kit provide over 2,000 calories a day to give you the physical energy that you need for survival. And keep in mind, this isn't just about inflation. It's not just about economy. We talk about all that stuff all the time. You've got winter storms. You've got places like I-95, got I-10, where you could get blocked up. So throw one of these in the trunk of your car and just know that you have the peace of mind that it's there in case something happens. Get one, by the way, and your home's one kit for each person in your family. So you go to preparewithposo.com, you get $50 off each kit today. When the next crisis hits, you will be glad you made this decision. Go to preparewithposo.com, preparewithposo.com. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome aboard today's edition of Human Events Daily, powered by Turning Point USA. Today's top stories, Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau, you know him, I call him Castro Jr., we don't have to ask why, he's threatening to target Americans who donated to the Freedom Convoy. That's interesting. Next up, Vice President Kamala Harris is to be dispatched to the Munich Conference to talk Ukraine later this month. Third, the U.S. Fourth Circuit has revoked two permits to complete the Mountain Valley Pipeline Project. Of course, we're shutting down pipelines here in the United States. And then finally, Judicial Watch and Catholic Vote have sued the Department of Homeland Security and HHS for Catholic Charities Communications. All this and more ahead, Human Events Daily. Prime Minister Castro Jr. I'm sorry, I mean Justin Trudeau. Of course, Justin Trudeau. I don't know why I keep mixing these guys up. It's just weird. So he's out there recently talking about how much he loves the truckers and supports the truckers and really stands with the people who stand for... Oh, wait, no, he, that's not what he said at all. We've got a clip of what he actually said about the truckers. Take a listen. And a few people shouting and waving swastikas does not define who Canadians are. Just a short time ago, we had an election in this country where we asked Canadians how they wanted to keep fighting this pandemic. And their answer was clear. Canadians chose vaccines. They chose science. They chose to protect one another. So beyond smearing these freedom-loving patriots as swastika wavers, right, Castro Jr. has now started to make threats against Americans who have donated money to the GoFundMe that was set up to support the Canadian truckers deemed the Freedom Convoy 2022. And we have this by way of sarahcarter.com. Trudeau is now making personal threats. We're reading from a prepared memo. Justin Trudeau's public safety minister, Marco Mendicio, 
stated that the Canadian government intends to target any American who may have donated to the Freedom Convoy protest effort. Apparently, the Canadian government wants to scare Americans away from donating to support the Freedom Protest in Ottawa. They identify the Ottawa protest group as a violent hate group. The Ottawa, the Ottawa truck drivers were described as an angry, loud, intolerant, and violent crowd who, quote, threatened the national security of Canada. And so do you understand where this is all coming from, right? The reason they talk about these flags, there was that, that uh, Confederate flag that was flown, and then there was one swastika, and then nobody could find who actually flew these things. They were asked to leave. They wouldn't take their masks off. They were asked to leave at the time. But the reason that they're doing this is that under Canadian law, now they can use this as a law enforcement push to smear everyone there as a racist, hate, or extremist group. And by declaring them an extremist group, that gives law enforcement the ability to go after them. So now, if you're an American, right, they want you to think that they are actually going to try to go after people on this. Well, guess what? I just looked at the new Give, Send, Go this morning, right before we started filming. Just under 8.5 million American dollars that are going into this thing. And where do we see the truckers? The truckers are still on that ambassador bridge connecting Detroit and Windsor. That is the auto industry's main artery between Canada and between the United States. Detroit, right? Motor City. This is 25% of all trade between the US and Canada, our largest trading partner. Of course, they're a neighbor, goes over that bridge and it's privately owned, meaning the government can't go and enforce the reopening of it. Do you understand how big this is? We also just got a report that there's an element that was sent out from the Freedom Convoy in Ottawa. They're now driving to the Ottawa airport and you've got dozens of these, it's cars, it's SUVs. I haven't seen any trucks yet, but they're probably gonna get some trucks. They're just driving around that airport loop, you know, the, where you do the pickups and drop-offs. They're all covered with American or uh, Canadian flags decked out and just honking their horns, just constantly. They are shutting down the strategic lines of communication for the Canadian economy. Trudeau understands that what he has on his hands is an actual uprising. This isn't one of those color revolutions that's you know, sponsored by some shadowy NGOs, always tied to American intelligence, American, no, 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 no. This isn't one of those things. This is absolutely real. These people paid their own way. They paid for their own gas. There's so, we already know they sleep in their trucks, right? They're, or you know, get a motel that they paid for themselves. You're seeing an actual uprising of the people. And of course it's the workers. By the way, has anyone actually showed me, I'm still waiting to see, what's that stuff? They always talk about it, you know, they, they used to, oh yeah, science. What's the science exactly on a guy that sits in his truck by himself all day driving around, possibly being a super spreader for a virus? Like, like even, even if you want to steel man this, how does that work out, right? How does their argument work? Just walk me through that. Can we see any of that? you know, data, any of this? No. The reason Trudeau is digging his heels in is because he's got his marching orders from Davos. He does not want to give the truckers credit for anything.
Well, Ukraine and Russia are about to go to blows. Or are they? Because President Zelensky, it's been reported in the Wall Street Journal just yesterday, says that he doesn't think that Russia is going to invade. And in fact, Vladimir Putin just sat down with President Macron of France to talk all this out the other day in Moscow. Then Macron went also went to, Zel to Zelensky in, um, in Kiev to be able to talk about this. So what's really going on is this heating up, because if you talk to anybody within the Washington DC sphere, this national capital region controlled by the regime where I'm sitting right now, they will tell you that it is about to go on. This is the long promised war of Russia invading one of their neighbors, conquering them, and then finally the United States under Article 5 will rush in and will get the, 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 you know, this, this, this great confrontation of civilizations between the United States and the USSR, except, well, you know, they're not really the USSR anymore, are they? So it doesn't seem like that's what's happening. In fact, I think a lot of people have looked at this and said, Putin's got his troops there. He can leave them there indefinitely because they're in his own country, but he's using the threat to derive whatever concessions he can from NATO or from Ukraine. Obviously, that's his best move. Going in would be costly, it would be bloody, it would be disastrous. He wouldn't want to do that. The, the Jews ain't worth the squeeze. But if he can get concessions like diplomatic recognition of Crimea, uh, possible autonomy for those separatist states in Far East, then he gets what he wants. He's in a better position than he is. And plus, he wants to keep Ukraine out of NATO. The same way Finland, by the way, is out of NATO. Why? Because it's on the border with Russia. But we have a new savior to rush in to be the mediator come sent from Washington, D.C., where we all know our salvation comes from. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, Vice President Kamala Harris is heading to Europe to headline the Munich conference in Ukraine later this month, and she alone will solve this crisis. I will tell you that I, every morning, start my morning and my day reading the presidential daily brief, the PDB, which contains classified information about threats to our national security and hotspots around the world. I am often in the situation room with the leaders of our military and our intelligence community and, of course, the president of the United States. And on the subject of Ukraine, I will tell you that the president has been very clear, and we as the United States are very clear. If Putin takes aggressive action, we are prepared to levy serious and severe costs. I actually kind of love this. So the fact that they're giving it to Vice President Harris essentially means that Biden, President Biden, has lost Europe. He's done, right? He's, he's totally out. Because what do they do? We've seen this again and again. I've given you the shade war updates on this show for how many months now? We know that there is no good, look, I think Ukraine and Russia have a better relationship than Biden and Kamala at this point, all right? That's how bad it is. They are loading her up with every single policy that they know is going to fail. Remember, they actually tried to talk to her about giving her inflation. They were gonna put that on the vice president's plate. Yeah, we just saw the inflation numbers today, 7.5% increase, the highest we've seen since Reagan took office. That's right after the great inflation, also known as the Carter administration, okay? That's how bad they are trying to cut off the vice president at the knees and no media matters. I'm not talking about that literally. That is what we call an analogy. It's an analogy, figure of speech, if you will. Look, this thing has simmered down 
President Biden, he got dog walked on it. I'm just going to say it, right? Macron is over there playing mediator. Biden, what is he getting credit for? Absolutely nothing. So what's going on? Munich, Germany, later this month, a security conference is meant to boost Ukraine against the backdrop of a potential invasion by Russia. The Veep's appearance at the conference, scheduled to take place the 18th to 20th of February, I love this, will demonstrate our ironclad commitment to our NATO allies and reaffirm our shared interest in upholding the principles that have underpinned European peace and security since World War II, as well as underscoring our commitment to Ukraine's sovereignty and terror territorial integrity, the White House said in a statement. Look, here's the problem with this, right? I'll give you a dirty little secret, even from, from their side. Like, I, I, I remember, I was, I was in the intel community. I know this place works. There's no country currently in NATO, right? Publicly, they don't want to go against the administration because the U.S. is a big dog in NATO. Publicly, they're not going to do that. But every single country in Europe knows, or in, in NATO, which is essentially synonymous with Europe at this point, they know there's a problem. How do you allow Ukraine into NATO if Russia has already annexed Crimea and those two areas have separated Lugansk and Donetsk in the Far East? If you have Russian troops already in that country and it hasn't been diplomatically recognized yet, well, then you're already in a state of war. Why would you allow a country into NATO that already has Russian troops occupying portions of that country, right? So even if you steel man this out, it doesn't work in their favor because it would automatically trigger an Article 5 war with Russia. And that ain't something that anybody wants to see. That's not something that I certainly want to see. And I guarantee you that's something that the people of Eastern Europe do not want to see. This issue is dead. Well, President Biden just signed a new pact with the Emir of Qatar. Isn't that nice? Isn't it so wonderful to be getting in bed with people like the Emir of Qatar? And we've talked about this before, that what does Qatar want? They want to build a pipeline all the way up through Syria, through Turkey, into Europe to feed that market. So much of what you see in international politics, we just talked about Ukraine, we just talked about Germany, right? They have a pipeline that's now going, it's called Nord Stream 2, from Russia to Ukraine. Why are they doing that? Because, or excuse me, from Russia to Germany. Nord Stream 2 goes to Germany. And why are the Germans doing that? Because it's cheaper gas. That's the essential reason. So why does Germany not want to pick a fight with Russia right now? Again, that's who they're getting their, their, heating, their heat from in the middle of winter. Their homes are being heated by Russian gas, okay? Their electricity, their power, same idea. Now we're making deals with the Emir of Qatar. And we could go through the, the list of human rights abuses of Qatar. We could go through the stuff they push. I think everybody knows that by now. Same deal that we get involved in all this stuff, these pipeline wars. Why are we doing this rather than actually tapping into the resources that we have right here in the United States of America? And I've talked about this a million times, my idea is don't invade Afghanistan, invade Alaska, right? Invade Appalachia, the Marcellus Shale Basin, this the Permian Basin. We want to go into these finds, tap them right here in the United States, and then we can take a look at Greenland as well. Maybe, uh, maybe that island of Greenland could become the prefecture of Greenland, just putting out ideas, just planting seeds. But understand, this is all about natural resources. So there's another one 
There's another pipeline that was about to be built, and nobody is talking about this. Gabe Hoffman, though, he posted a tweet about it that I happen to see where he was linking back to Doomberg on Substack.com. So go look at Doomberg's Substack. He's getting all of this, where we've just seen seven days before, just one week before the event at the White House, U.S. domestic gas producers were dealt yet another senseless gas gut punch when a three-judge panel of the United States Court of Appeals for the Fourth Circuit revoked two approved permits to complete the critically important Mountain Valley Pipeline Project, which, by the way, is already 94% constructed. This is right on the border between Virginia and West Virginia. This is a huge greenfield of Appalachia, natural gas project, tons of jobs. It's a 3.5 mile stre uh, stretch through the Appalachian Mountains. Would, would provide tons of economic support to an area that obviously needs it, right? We're talking West Virginia, Southwest, uh, West Virginia, the state, and then Southwest Virginia uh, across the border. But they're cutting it down. And why is that? Because of green policies. Yes, of course. But go listen, the actual people of the area, the leaders of the area, they want this project. Take a listen. And in a follow-up tweet from Gabe Hoffman, he points out that the Obama and Clinton-nominated judges revoked the permit for a 94% constructed 6.2 billion critical natural gas pipeline right here in the United States, right in Appalachia. Why? Because they claimed the feds failed to properly assess the effects of climate change on two species of rare fish. OPEC applauds you. Well done. Well done, United States. Well done. You didn't assess the effects of climate change on two species of rare fish. So now we have to make deals with the Mir of Qatar. Now your gas prices are going to go up in the U.S. market because we're not tapping into the resources that are right here in the United States. You've seen oil spiking, right? It's going, it, it is on its way to $100 a barrel you're gonna see 1970s level inflation. We're already starting to see 1970s level inflation, right? 1982, all right? How much further do you wanna keep rolling this back? Understand what part of the movie we are in. We are shutting, this is basic supply and demand, folks. Basic supply and demand. But because of the elite merger in this country, our elites have been bought off, they don't care. Well, I know some parts of the country had a white Christmas, but we're now seeing a massive winter storm front that is coming in, crashing East Coast again, getting battered this weekend, battered this entire winter. We might be seeing, we might be in store for a white Valentine's Day on Monday. And because all of that is approaching, where do you want to go to support it? You go to mypillow.com backslash post. Now, I know what you guys are saying. You guys are saying, hey, Jack, I can't just get something from my wife from mypillow.com. Oh, no, 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 no. There's way more than just pillows. You go to mypillow.com backslash poso. You get the slippers. You get the robes. You get the silk sheets. Don't you want to get your wife silk sheets for Valentine's Day? And for the ladies out there, 
don't you want to tell your husband that you want silk sheets for Valentine's Day? I'm just saying. I'm just planting seeds. MyPillow.com backslash post. So the sheets are on, on sale right now. I say that five times fast, right? Go there, support us, support Patriots. Go today, take action. This next story, this is just, it's sad. And it's sad for me as a Catholic to have to report this, but as a Catholic, this is also a fight that we need to have because we have an issue with a group called Catholic Charities. They have been aiding and abetting illegal immigration into this country. So now Judicial Watch and Catholic Vote are suing the Department of Homeland Security and HHS for communications with Catholic charities. And by the way, when I talk about this, I'm not saying that, that you shouldn't help people in need. What I'm saying is you're exacerbating a situation that's already a crisis. Go take a look at what's actually going on right now at the border. It's not outlandish to say there are some people that just cannot afford a plane ticket. There are some people. Now, now, how does Catholic Charities help with either a bus ticket or a plane ticket? As I mean, because you have got to get them to a destination. Is there is there an agreement there? What, how does that work? Not, no agreement. You know, we, we definitely encourage for the family to be able to come up with that ticket, that transportation. And so we'll wait to make sure that that happens. If we start paying for tickets and everybody's going to need a ticket, you know, nobody's going to be able to come up because more than likely more, the families are borrowing the money to buy that ticket. And so they need to make that effort. And so we really definitely uh, encourage that. And, and pretty much if we end up paying uh, any tickets, it will be because um, maybe less than 1% of everybody that we get, you know, very few cases in, that we will definitely follow up and, and get somebody to sponsor that family, you know, but mm -hmm. that's what, that's how we do it. We, we usually get uh, almost 100% of people paying their own, their own transportation. Now let's go and look at this FOIA request. Judicial Watch is accusing Sister Norma Pimentel, the executive director of Catholic Charities RGV, the Rio Grande Valley, of acknowledging that her charity receives tax dollars to buy plane and bus tickets for illegal immigrants to travel throughout the United States. The group also noted that uh, back in July 2021, La Jolla, Texas, police officers found that a COVID positive illegal immigrant family was in a fast food restaurant and told them the Catholic Charities Rio Grande Valley paid for their hotel room. Understand what's going on here. And I, I love the fact that Catholic Vote is involved with this as well. They're also a nonprofit organization to help Catholics vote. You have to understand, you, are you, are, you think that you're doing social justice. You think that you're helping people, but you're creating a situation called moral hazard. These people, they're not just getting the help. They're sending information back to people that are still in places in Latin America that are trying to come up and they're saying, we have a pipeline now, we have a pathway to get into the United States and someone's going to pay for it. And that's what needs to stop. All right, that's it for today's Human Events Daily. Remember our motto, our oath, our solemn vow to you, be good, be brief, be gone. Your homework, leave us a review. Apple, Spotify, Rumble, wherever you're at, get her. Share this out with one of your normie friends. But before we go, it's time for today's history break. Today, all the way back in 1967, February 10th, the 25th Amendment to the United States Constitution was ratified, clarifying the procedures for presidential succession in the event of the disability of a sitting president. For example, a, a mental or cognitive disability. 
Now, I don't know if anyone can think of a way to celebrate the ratification of the 25th Amendment today, but if you can, please send us your messages here at Human Events, and we will be happy to read them out. Ladies and gentlemen, as always, you have my permission to lay ashore.